I'll tell him. No need for that. I'll take it and see what they say. Something to do with the transmission. I can't afford for it to break down and leave me stranded with calls still to do. That's not the way to run a practice, is it? Well, no, it isn't. Are they not serviced regularly? Of course they are, but we can't repair them before they've gone wrong, can we? Is it you responsible for seeing them serviced? Well, yes, but... When is the service due, then? Look here. I asked a simple question. I'd have to get the records out. Then do it now. Let's find out. I can't afford to be standing around here wasting time. Dan tapped his fingers impatiently on the reception desk. At this time in the morning, I'm busy with clients and appointments. I'll have a look later, when I have a few minutes to spare. Dan shrugged his shoulders. Very well. But don't say I didn't warn you. I can't stand inefficiency, and if the Land Rover breaks down today, that's exactly what it will be. Inefficiency. Yours, not mine. Look here. If it's cost you're concerned about, I can assure you that if I take it to the garage myself, don't fret yourself, they won't overcharge me. Joy, seething with the injustice of his opinions, thought, No, I bet they won't. They'll do it for free just to get you off the premises. He studied his list for a moment. This first call, Lord Askew's, is it a stately home, then? Joy answered him as civilly as she could. A minor one, but stately all the same. We do all his farm work, but his horses are looked after by a practice near Sherborne. Why don't we do all his veterinary work? Because his horses are rather special and the Sherban practice specialises in equine work, and he prefers to use them. That's enough to get my back up. However, be seeing you. Indeed. Dan nodded his head at her and dashed out through the front door. Livid with temper and more determined than ever that he had to go, Joy listened to the roar of the Land Rover and heard it break suddenly and then there was the screech of brakes other than his. But there was no sound of metal on metal, so they must have missed each other. Pity. Dan roared off, taking the sign for Askew Newton as he was leaving the town. He'd spent a whole evening in the clinic, painstakingly copying onto his own large-scale map the names of the farms and their positions from the map behind the reception desk. So now with only the briefest reference to his handiwork, he could head off to the various clients. It took a while to get to know all the farmers and their own particular idiosyncrasies, but he was already getting the hang of the place, and Dan had to admit to a liking for it. It hadn't been easy coming back to England after seven years abroad, but a clean break had been the best thing. He'd done that, and found this job in less than a week of returning. And he had half a mind to stay, if they would have him. He swung into the turning for Lord Askew's place, admiring the beautifully sculptured parkland and enjoying the glimpse he caught of the large stone house through the trees. He pulled up in an immaculate cobbled courtyard surrounded by stables. A groom was walking a horse across the yard. Dan didn't know when he'd seen a more princely-looking animal. It was a wonderful roan, 
just the shade which appealed to him. He admired it for a moment, thoroughly enjoying its beauty. The groom called to Dan. Morning. Can I help? Dan got out and went across to him. My name's Dan Brown, from the Barley Bridge Veterinary Hospital. Come to see Chris? Has a cow with mastitis? That'll be through the archway. Right. Dan paused for a moment, looked at the horse and said, Don't like the look of the action of his front feet. He touched his cap to the groom, climbed back in the Land Rover and swept away through the arch. Now this really was a well-kept place. Just what he preferred to see. Attention to detail meant well-cared-for animals, and he liked that, did Dan? Nothing he hated more than careless husbandry. In fact, if it was careless, husbandry was a misnomer.